Hey everybody, it's Andy Stoyer here from Right For Me, and I've got Shruti Kapoor here from Wingman, uh, and I want to talk a little bit about an amazing technology that I found recently. Uh, I always love interviewing CEOs and founders of companies who are building innovative products and services, and I wanted to introduce Shruti. So Shruti, pleasure to, uh, to have you here. Thanks, Andy. Uh, great to be speaking with you. I'm really excited. Yeah, tell me a little bit about Wingman. What does Wingman do and what is the problem that Wingman solves in the market? Sure. Uh, you know, the way I think about it is it is a Wingman for sales teams. Um, and especially in today's world, a lot of times what people are struggling with is staying in sync without jumping on yet another Zoom call. Uh, and so that's exactly what Wingman does. It provides complete visibility on all uh, different sales interactions that are happening. Uh, and it also provides coaching and real-time feedback to the salesperson. And how does Wingman work? Just for anybody that's watching this, what's how does it basically work? Sure. So, uh, you know, there are different pieces of information that we bring together, uh, right? So the first piece of information is, uh, what are the interactions that are happening with customers? And a large part of it is all of the calls. Uh, so uh, when there is a video conferencing meeting like this, uh, Wingman is joining every single sales meeting. Uh, and the way it does that is it syncs with the sales rep's calendar. It knows all of the meetings that are scheduled on that person's calendar. Uh, and it then joins the meeting as an additional part of it. All right? So it's almost like a personal assistant or a you know, if, if you'd like a co-pilot or a wingman for the salesperson on that meeting. Uh, if people are doing these meetings through, um, you know, just simple phone calls that they might be making through dialers, uh, it's again getting information on what's happening in those calls uh, through the dialer APIs. And uh, of course, a lot of the context for any sales organization exists in the CRM, so it also syncs with the CRM. All right, so uh, what's happening is it's recording all of these conversations in real time, it's analyzing it, it's transcribing it, uh, and based on what it's hearing on the calls, uh, it's giving feedback to the salesperson on what they could be saying or how they could be saying it. All right, so that was a really long monologue, and uh, at one point, Wingnan warned me that I've been talking for too long, uh, and that's exactly what it would do for salespeople. That's really cool. Um, why don't we jump into a quick demo here and you can show us how Wingman works on the back end and what the interface looks like. I see that Absolutely. it's joining us on the call here. I've, I've recently become a Wingman customer myself. You've converted me successfully and I love, I love using Wingman in all my calls. Um, and it's sitting right here in Zoom listening to this conversation and it's transcribing it, right? As we yeah. go. Um, yeah, so, you know, whether it's a Zoom call or a Microsoft uh, Teams call, um, it's it's just seamlessly joining each of those and quickly telling people, um, you know, uh, keeping keeping them organized with notes and telling them also, hey, this is what you could be doing better. Uh, so let me share my screen, uh, right? And since there are two parts to this, maybe let me show some of the cool stuff that looks... Um, so there's a little widget on the top right of my screen, all right, which is just showing us that there is a meeting going on between the yep. two of us. Yep. Um, and what this is doing is it's uh, listening to everything and uh, recording it in real time, right? So the first thing is I don't want to take notes. Maybe there's something important on the meeting. I just click here. It creates a bookmark for that segment in the meeting, all right? Um, 
And then, uh, like I said, it also gives me behavior coaching. So I'm sure somewhere down the line, you will see a, a little pop-up, which reminds me that I've been speaking for too long. Um, but then the third thing it does is it gives me easy cues, uh, right? So you mentioned, hey, uh, this, uh, you know, what will this do on a Zoom meeting, all right? Now, because we integrate with so many different things, I might not remember like what it, every integration looks like, but just because I said Zoom, this card popped up, all right? And it could be really handy for a salesperson to know uh, that, you know, these are all of the important things uh, that we do for this particular integration, right? So um, people could use this either for understanding, uh, or, you know, just getting information in real time, or even as, uh, you know, little reminders, like, I often say, does that make sense? And I know that's not a great question to end with. So I have a little reminder. Uh, so whenever I use that, it just you know kind of reminds me, hey, stop saying that. Um, so all of that it's doing in real time by listening to what both of us are saying. Um, and the great thing is that once I turn off uh, the demo mode and you know uh, the customers don't get to see a demo mode, uh, you don't see any of the cue cards, all right? So even if they're popping up on my screen, they are like my secret uh, cheat sheet. So a couple of things. So the bookmark feature is really interesting. I, I use that pretty frequently. And for me, the way I use it is we're in the middle of a conversation and we want to continue the natural flow of the conversation. But I want to make a little bookmark to remind myself when I go back to review the call that that's an important part of the call to go back to. So it just puts a flag in the call. Um, and the, the cue cards, I love that you call them battle cards. They're, uh, uh, it kind of gamifies a little bit uh, what, we're, what we're all doing every day. Um, and they're great reminders to help, especially from a training perspective, when you're doing sales training and you're, you've got new salespeople on board, these are like handrails a little bit or support on their calls so that their message is consistent with the company's message. So I find that yeah. really useful. So, you know, one of the things that uh, people struggle with when it comes to onboarding new sales reps faster is uh, it's not the product training, right? Like you can get people covered on the product training uh, in a couple of days. Uh, but what's really hard is that uh, there are so many different objections that can come up or different types of questions that can come up, uh, right? in uh, real customer conversations. And it's really hard for people to remember everything, uh, you know, in their one week or two weeks of onboarding. Mm -hmm. um, so this kind of allows people to set their own pace, um, right? So both in terms of saying, okay, you know, there are quick reminders that I can set for myself or, uh, you know, a team can set for me. Uh, but also that, you know, if there is a topic that I think I still struggle with, I can go and look at other uh, reps calls, right? So today I decide that, you know, let me see how do other reps handle a question around discounts. Um, I don't need to go and, you know, speak to my manager or speak to someone else on the team. I can very easily just say, uh, you know, go to Wingman and uh, look at all the calls that people have talked about pricing. So let me actually take you in. Maybe that's a good segue. When you just said the uh, word right. discount, my battle card popped up, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. <laughs> okay, so so we're here in the Wingman app. And uh, tell us a little bit about what we're looking at here. Sure. So um, let me actually start maybe with the dashboard. All right. So the first uh, thing that managers often like to do is uh, just look at how the different reps are doing. Uh, so this provides them a quick glimpse, uh, both in terms of 
you know, their productivity. So are they making enough calls? Um, are some people having much shorter calls than others, um, right? Uh, and then in terms of their engagement, uh, right? So are they able to engage uh, the other person, all right? So like I have a talk to listen ratio of 46%, um, you know, maybe that's uh, reasonable. Uh, maybe the other people in my team who have it much higher and so maybe I need to coach them on that, all right? Uh, and also what is the longest monologue uh, that I have had. Uh, you know, this is, this is of course just a call that I was recording with myself, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then teams can go in and set up, uh, you know, a variety of things that they might like to track. Uh, so you could look at how do I track uh, whether people are adhering to my script? You know, are people asking qualification questions on every discovery call, mm -hmm. uh, right? And uh, what is the impact of blockers showing up? How often is a competitor showing up in my call, right? So all those type of things, it's just really easy for managers to understand uh, from here, right? Uh, and then uh, what we do is, so as a manager, uh, I might come here and I might uh, decide that I'm curious to learn more about calls with blockers, all right? Or I'm curious to just see uh, all of my calls which have a, a pricing discussion, uh, mm -hmm. right? Um, so I can come, uh, so this is kind of a list of all of the calls across the team. Uh, now, of course, what is really hard for anyone to do uh, is that, you know, there are 2,000 calls here, you don't know where to start. Yeah. Um, and so what people frequently resort to is just, um, you know, randomly sampling a call, uh, right? So they might say, okay, you know what, uh, this one looks interesting, maybe it's like 30 minutes, that's roughly how... Uh, how long a demo should be. So maybe this is just a call I want to review. Yeah. Um, but that's, uh, you know, that's not really good uh, if you're trying to do uh, coaching on a particular theme, right? Um, instead, what I might want to do is to say, um, you know what, I want to look at all of my calls where, uh, you know, I um, maybe discussed pricing uh, and maybe set up next steps. Uh, right, so I can go in here and I can give fairly advanced uh, filters and I could also uh, further say that, you know, show me only calls out of this uh, where the deal closed or didn't close, right? So it's also pulling in data from the CRM mm. uh, where I can say, you know what, show me only closed deals or lost deals or uh, whichever way. And what CRMs do you integrate with while we're on the topic? Yeah, so we integrate with, uh, of course, Salesforce. Um, we also integrate with HubSpot, Pipedrive, um, and a few others. That's great. So it pulls all um, that information the, together, and it does that through the transcription of the calls, and the AI detects certain keywords, like pricing, for example, or uh, other cues that help to create these filters. And you can create other filters on top of that, right? Exactly. You can create your own filters on top of that. Um, and then. Um, so let's maybe look at one of the calls here. Uh, and of course, the other great thing is that I can go in and I can also search for calls based on, you know, a variety of uh, things, right? So I could search for calls uh, just based on a particular word that was set up or uh, even set up alerts for it, right? So maybe I want to know every time somebody on my team uses a curse word in a call. <laughs> uh, uh, so let's maybe quickly look at a call. Mm, sorry, one second.
And so the, uh, you know, this is what uh, reviewing a call looks like, um, right? Now, oftentimes teams face the challenge that when they're looking at a call, um, they don't want to spend 30 minutes looking at the 30 minutes. So we also, we're, uh, we start. Uh, right, so how do we make that process much faster for teams, uh, mm -hmm. right? Because that's kind of where, um, you know, the disconnect comes in, where a manager is like, yeah, you know, even if I have the call recording, I don't want to go back and listen to it. So can you just give me an update, uh, right? So if you really want to ease that process, you have to make sure uh, that this experience is really seamless for anyone who wants to come and get insights from the call. Um, so, you know, a few different things that we do here. Uh, one is, of course, the transcript is available. Uh, people can quickly search for things within the transcript, all right? So maybe I want to look for every time somebody talked about cue cards. Um, so I could go in and type that here. Um, I can also, um, I also color code all of the speakers. So I know when, uh, you know, Neil was speaking versus when Shruti was speaking. Mm -hmm. um, so that makes it much easier for me to visually see you know, what parts of the conversation I want to listen to. Now, the um, other good thing we talked about was the bookmarks, all right? So this is where they will show up, right? So if during the call, I clicked on this because I thought this was important and, you know, I wanted to refer back to this. Mm -hmm. um, often, the way people think about um, a call is, I'm interested in knowing, did my rep ask the right questions? Uh, and I'm interested in knowing what questions did the customer ask. Mm -hmm. um, so the AI actually detects all of the questions in the call um, and you know who's speaking when. Uh, so it's super easy for you to know what you want to focus on. That's great. And it's also really important to be able to build up this library so that when you're training other sales reps, you've got this library as a go-to so that they can quickly get up to speed. Absolutely. You don't have to, you know, go searching for what content you should be creating. Yep. And, uh, you know, coming to your thing on creating that library, uh, if I saw that, you know, Neil asked a question and I thought that this was a... Um, uh, so one is I can just click here and start listening to the call. Mm -hmm. uh, the second is if I think that, you know, the response by the rep was really great, um, maybe what I want to do is I want to um, actually start creating the library right here, uh, right? So I can actually create, um, I can put in a comment uh, and I can tag different people to the comments. So I can say, you know what, I want all of my team to listen to this. Mm. Um, and I can tell them why I think that they should listen to this, uh, right? Um, great response to uh, pricing. And I imagine that sends them an email at that point to let them know with a link to the video. Yeah, so it sends them an email or a Slack notification. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, what I can do is, because I might have future reps uh, for whom also I want them to listen to this call, I can also create hashtags and say uh, training moment. Great. Right, and then I can easily create a playlist of all of the calls that I want people to listen to. Very cool. Um, and yeah, so the other thing, of course, important is for people to be able to do better follow-ups uh, and to help people uh, just look at uh, tags that they might have created for themselves. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of a lot of what the product does. Um, and what we've seen is 
during the COVID situation, uh, people have just started using the product like, uh, you know, three to four times of what they were using in February, uh, because it's just so important to uh, keep in sync uh, with the team uh, and also to quickly iterate the message, right? Like it's uh, so much is changing around you. Uh, it's hard to get, uh, you know, feedback from salespeople constantly to say, you know what, this is what happened on my calls today, or this is how this messaging went. Uh, but it's so much easier to do that here. Yeah, and I would imagine with COVID and you know so many people working from home now that usage will go up because it's not necessarily only for salespeople. It could be for other calls, uh, operational calls, for example, that uh, you want to be able to train those people or save those moments so that uh, so that, you know we, as we live in this distributed work environment, this is a great way to be able to share knowledge with one another and uh, have that education that normally you walk into somebody's office and you can just quickly get them up to speed with something. This is a great way to be able to do that virtually. Exactly. Are you seeing, are you seeing usage for, pick up from other parts of the organization? Maybe it starts with sales, but it goes to other parts of the organization. Yeah, you're right. We've also seen a lot more non-sales user uh, get added to the product, mm -hmm. uh, right? especially uh, product and marketing. Uh, because they are the other people who really need to know what customers are saying. Mm -hmm. um, and this is, uh, you know, like the quickest way for them to know that without taking up more time from the sales team. That's great. So I'm going to, I'm going to trigger a few hashtags here by asking you, who's your, uh, who are some of your competitors? <laughs> so maybe I should enable the uh, demo so you can see uh, the hashtag. Uh, if, if that was what you actually wanted. Sure. To yeah. See. Let's go for it. <laughs> yeah, so, um, you know, of course, one of our competitors is a company called Chorus, uh, right? And um, again, I mean, I think uh, Chorus, Gong, um, Exec Vision, like there's, there's a bunch of players in that space, uh, right? Um, I think the way people have thought about this has been uh, to say, listen, CRMs only have 5% of all of the information from the conversations. Uh, how do we make sure that we have a lot more available to managers? Mm -hmm. um, but I think that what's been missing in that layer is uh, to look at it from a sales rep's point of view, not just a sales manager's point of view. Uh, right? So uh, like, I really like to think of this as a tool that's a wingman for the team. Uh, right, not just for the sales manager, uh, and which is why you know things like allowing people to bookmark quickly uh, means that it's actually helping not just the sales manager uh, but also the salesperson. Um, right, so so that's yeah, that's one of those. And what happens when with the integration with CRMs uh, that you integrate with? Does the does the link to the call get added to the record, the person's record? So you would be in my database, for example would our call here get appended to your record in my CRM? Yeah, that's, that's an important question. So if you look at the call review page, uh, there's also CRM information part here. Mm -hmm. And uh, what happens is if I click on this, um, uh, it automatically updates the activity field in the CRM, right? So whether that's HubSpot or Salesforce uh, or whichever else, uh, mm -hmm. it goes in and and yeah, the cue card. There's a cue card right there. <laughs> um, so, so one of the things that it'll do is it'll go and uh, populate the activity. So I don't have to rely on 
uh, the sales rep to go and you know do an annual step of saying yes, I had this call, and um, you know uh, this is where more information can be found. Um, yep. I can also actually go in and take notes within Wingman uh, that will show up in the CRM. Um, so this, for example, is the call in question. Uh, right. So this is the call uh, that we just saw in Wingman. Uh, that's been populated in HubSpot automatically. And the sales rep doesn't have to do anything. It just shows up in there because it recognizes their their yeah. uh, user ID. Their, what is that? What's the unique identifier? Their email address and the meeting invite, or how does that connect? Yeah. So the unique identifier is the email ID. So what it's doing is it's picking the email ID from the calendar. Mm -hmm. uh, and then it's trying to see whether the same email ID exists in the CRM. And if it does, then it goes and updates it. Uh, if it's a phone call, the unique identifier could actually be the phone number. Very cool. So helpful for salespeople who are oftentimes, uh, they're, they're busy engaging in the call and a lot of this stuff can be manual data input and oftentimes that gets missed. So to have that automation is really helpful. Yeah. Um, tell Actually, me a little... The other thing that we are bringing... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so the other thing that we're bringing in is um, the ability to review the entire deal from within mainland. Um, so not just your phone calls, uh, but also, uh, you know, all of the email communication uh, and to able to, uh, you know, share comments and feedback on that. Uh, right from uh, within uh, Wingman so that you're sharing comments on specific parts of that interaction. You don't have to go back and forth, uh, pasting links, et cetera. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll, you know, Very maybe useful. Pause share and try and show that to you later, but yeah. That's great. And um, tell me a little bit about the history of the company. How did you, how did you get here? So, uh, I actually spent a decade uh, working in finance. Um, started out with uh, Morgan Stanley as an investment banker, um, and that was, uh, you know, just right around the time the financial crisis hit. So, you know, this crisis isn't, uh, you know, new to me, even though uh, a lot of people around me haven't been through a situation like this before. Uh, and then a couple of years back, I, uh, you know, maybe not a couple of years back anymore, but a few years back, I was working with a fintech company. Um, you know, the progression from finance to uh, finance in investing and then uh, to into fintech. Um, and I, you know, was an early employee uh, bringing them to a new market. And as part of the go-to-market strategy, it very quickly became a game around figuring out sales, hiring salespeople. Uh, and that was kind of my first brush with sales. Um, and what I quickly got uh, interested and frustrated by was uh, Salesforce. All right. I felt that, uh, you know, while I wanted to rely on it for a variety of data, uh, it didn't have that information. Uh, so that's been, uh, you know, how I started on this. And that's been my journey. And uh, I started this two years back with uh, two other co-founders. Uh, they're both very talented engineers. They had, uh, you know, spent uh, more than a decade uh, building some great tools. One of them uh, was, you know, founding member of Uber's uh, AI uh, infrastructure team mm. and uh, what we wanted to do was um, you know we decided that we wanted to uh, do something that was exciting and that would bring you know of course what we thought we could do uh, better than others right so it could bring technology and it could bring uh, the sales uh, part of it together uh, and you know the the one thing that i realized was that sales is a really stressful profession 
um, and I think that whatever you can do to make a salesperson's life better is uh, probably worth doing. <laughs> I love that. I love how you, that the history of where you came from and how you've arrived here. Um, and tell me, let's talk a little bit about pricing. I think that people are uh, a little curious and I know I triggered a little cue card there, uh, but tell me a little bit about your pricing model. So uh, we, uh, you know, charge for salesperson who's recording calls, uh, right? So we kind of think of it as a tool that we want the entire organization to use, uh, right? But uh, only have to pay for the people who are, uh, you know, recording calls and uh, getting the most direct benefit from it. Um, and the prices uh, start at $500 per rep for the year. Mm -hmm. uh, and anybody else who's on the platform, like your product team, your marketing team, your managers, uh, they all get a free license. That's great. That's like a, it's an offer you can't refuse, really. If you're going to get behind your sales team and invest in your sales team, that's such a great way to do that. Um, Shruti, is there anything else that you think that we should uh, have anybody who's watching this uh, hear more about about you and the company? I think if, if you feel that your sales team is, uh, you know, either feeling a little bit uncoordinated or a little bit low on morale, and you think that you'd want to help them, uh, you should definitely go and recommend this to them because we've just been getting so much love uh, from people who've been using it because uh, it's really been a game changer for uh, remote teams in this, uh, in this tough time. That's fantastic. And you can find Wingman at trywingman.com. And I'm Andy Stoyer from writeforme.io. And uh, Shruti, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thanks, Andy.